I was the girl that was his girlfriend and I was never my own person. Welcome friends, you're listening to I Thought We Were Just Getting Coffee, hosted by Astrid Cabello and Aaliyah Sexton. I Thought We Were Just Getting Coffee is a passion project that stems from our friendship throughout university. Graduates of 2020, we aim to live out our young adult lives with mindfulness, optimism, and the freedom to be our most authentic selves. We hope to spark deeper conversations about everything and anything. Using our own experiences, the stories of others, and relevant topics, our intention is to generate a better understanding of the world around us. Media, societal norms, health and wellness, relationships, education, culture and travel, you name it, we'll cover it. A true lifestyle podcast, we value your opinion. Thanks for stopping by. Let's do this. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of I Thought We Were Just Getting Coffee. Today, we have a guest. Yay! Hello, Hello everyone. <laughs> um, her name is Jaylee. She is my sister. She's two years younger than me. And this episode is all about breakups and relationships and just the bad thoughts and feelings and how to work through that. Jaylee is a prime example of a bad breakup, I would classify Mm -hmm. it as. So she is kind enough to share her experience and her wisdom um, that she learned through going through one of these. And yeah, I'm excited to have her here. Jaylee, are you nervous at all? I mean, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't want to overshare or anything. Just keep it short and sweet. No, but you should. I want to be real, raw, and authentic, but I don't need a lot of I mean, actually, I don't really care. Okay. I don't care if the details come out. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Wait, I feel like we should tell more about Jaylee. Like, should I talk about myself? Yes, talk about yourself. Yes. Say what... Oh my god, like, wait, I'm like on a spot now. <laughs> say um, you are TikTok famous. Oh my... Wait, yes, I could have said that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't classify it as famous. I have a small little follower. Um, Jaylee, how many views... Actually, say which TikTok yours was. Because did Aaliyah tell you how my friend Jacqueline from home, your TikTok, she had it saved on her profile and literally oh God. loves that TikTok. Like, she's obsessed with it. So, actually, I'll just tell a little backstory. I... Once quarantine happened and stuff, me and my friends were obsessed with TikTok, Kira especially, whatever. But I kept on having this dream that I was going to post a TikTok. I didn't know what it would be, but I would post a TikTok at night. And then in the morning when I woke up, it would be viral. And I had this dream like three nights in a row. And then a couple of days- You manifested I manifested it. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, a couple days later, it actually happened. I posted this TikTok of Kira that took literally 10 minutes to put together. No, no, no. 10 seconds to put together. I posted it. And then in the morning, it had like- 10,000 likes and that was like to me that was viral I was used to getting 10 likes and then throughout the day on all of a sudden like a couple hours later it went from like 20,000 likes to 600,000 in like 45 minutes my phone completely went insane it's after we went on a jog yeah I went on a jog and my I like wasn't touching my phone and it just like skyrocketed throughout the day but it was insane yeah it's steadily like and going at 2.5 million likes oh 2.6 million likes right now but yeah with almost like 10 million views wait that's actually crazy (laughs) oh my gosh yeah it was weird because all my friends at school they're like oh my gosh how'd you get tiktok famous blah 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 blah. and i'm like it sounds so dumb but i kept on having this dream that's so weird i know it was so weird i love how that's like the epitome of success nowadays with people your age especially with like in the past couple of months when there's absolutely nothing to do people just want they've been their goal is to become tiktok famous during quarantine so 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, and I had another one go semi-viral, like, 600,000 likes oh, of my wow. parents. Oh, yeah. Um, them, because they were, they were sweethearts. So, yeah, uh, I posted that, and that one probably got 3 million views. So, basically, we're in the presence of a TikTok star, an influencer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not even close, but... So, technically, this is a real interview with an influencer, we can say. (laughs) Okay, well, I really just want Jaylee to tell the story of her breakup, because I feel like you could probably talk for an hour and just explain the whole thing, so... First, give the background of the relationship. Because okay. I want to give my two cents about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's just something like where we're from. We're from a small town in Ohio where like our high school, everybody just like dates. Like everyone just has boyfriends and like long-term boyfriend and yeah. girlfriends where we're from in our high school. It's not really like guy-girl friendships. Mm-mm. You know how in these schools or in these TikToks that you see like uh, there's, there's huge, a huge groups group of guys, guys and, and girls. Huge of girls. Like, You're just mm, dating yeah. each other. Yeah. I don't know. It's different. It's just a lot different than like what I've been used to in college. But yeah, our hometown is like you basically you get a boyfriend or you get a girlfriend and then like you date all of high school. That's kind of okay. what happened to me. I started dating this guy who obvi- he um, was a lot more interested in me than I was in him. I really didn't have any interest and he went at first and then <laughs> listening on this like, oh. oh, it's true. I mean, he would probably say the same thing. But yeah, um, he was persistent and stuff. Yeah, we started dating when I was 15, and he was a year older, oh, so wow. he was 16, and uh, we dated for almost three years until, like, the first couple weeks of my freshman year of college, and yeah, um, I don't know, like, what else to say, but, like, we're both Libras. His birthday was ac- is actually the <laughs> day before mine, so his birthday's on Kim Kardashian's birthday, Um if that shows anything, like, a little bit of narciss- narcissism. Hey, we're not going to hate. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, yeah. Um, we were just basically the kind of, like, fire and fire whenever it you're... It really annoying, It's actually. just hard. <laughs> it's hard to actually date somebody in your, your sign. And I didn't realize that until I was out of it. Wow. It's just, like, the same kind of people. Wedding heads all the time. Sure. So. Really similar personalities. It was definitely toxic. Aaliyah thinks it was toxic. It was the, one of the most toxic relationships I've ever seen. And not like either of them are bad people. Like I think right. in their own relationships with other oh, people, yeah. they both be great partners. It's just when you take two of the most very similar kind of people and put them together, it's just like it a awful. very like not healthy or like My mom was always meeting their fights. They were fighting more than they were happy. Mm-hmm. And all the time I was just oh, shit talking them. Like, why are they still together? Yeah. It was hard to juggle. Him in one year, family in one year, especially at a really young, like, vulnerable and naive age. It was a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. How long did you guys date for? So we dated for almost three years. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. just about. But um, the breakup? <sighs> okay. Um, Honestly, probably if I talked about this a year ago right now, I would be very still upset. I, I am completely at a different point in my life it's like whatever that's good I know and it's only happened probably in the last semester where I've just become very over it but um yeah what happened so uh we decided we went to the same school he was actually ahead of me and decided to transfer there whenever I was an incoming freshman and mm-hmm. um yeah there was just some like sticky situations he was my my cousin's roommate yeah so like we were hanging out one day he got really 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 drunk 
and was basically just treating me bad in front of people. He kind of would do that sort of thing. He'd be mean to me in front of other people. I don't know if it's because he wanted, he wanted a reaction. He wanted a reaction from me, and like these are okay. new people I don't know. I'm not gonna react. But if it was just my mom and he was treating me like that, or like our really best friends, I might be like, "Can you stop?" And like have an attitude back to these people. I would kind of just like let him walk a little all over me just because I didn't want I don't know it's like when you meet new people you don't want that to like be the first thing that is like what's introduced then he literally just got really drunk and broke up with me in my apartment um and it was so like nothing to me I was just like whatever it's this is fight. strange because you guys would do that all the we time would, we, we, we where would you break up we would never actually like break up but like we would always just like throw that up in the air so this wasn't something that I really took seriously until, like, I literally blocked him. He, as soon as he walked out my apartment door, I blocked him on Snapchat. I blocked him on text. And I automatically, like, nope, I am not dealing with this. But did you think you'd get back together? At that moment, I was just like, oh, this I is just... I thought you would. I thought we would, too. Maybe, like, a couple days later, just, like, okay. figure it out. It, that didn't happen. I remember... I had my cousin stay with me instead of going back to his dorm so I could just, like, have some, like, support that night. And then I drove to Columbus to see my family. You stayed with me in Caden. I went to Columbus to be with, like, mom mm-hmm. and everybody. And then I stayed with you guys that one night. Mm-hmm. I literally thought, like, yeah, it's whatever. We'll get back together. Yeah, you were pretty unfazed. Yeah, I was, like, not sad until until whenever I was in that parking lot. <gasps> and remember what I found out? Oh, Remember? she found out some incriminating evidence it's of him, incrimin- what they were, what he, what was, he was up to that night. And so that was kind yeah. of just like oh. a, like a slap in the face. Yeah, I was, yeah. So basically you had a tumultuous, crazy relationship and it was kind of like yes. off on, just and messy. Is, yes. And this is the way the other day I was actually thinking about it because me and my roommate, we actually talk about our relationships all the time. She had, a, like, an almost four-year relationship as well all throughout high school, so she mm-hmm. she gets where I'm coming from. We talked about how at the beginning of the probably first year and a half, everything was fine. It's you're in the, like, getting to know people phase, but then once you hit that, like, mark, it's like you're very codependent on that person, and after that point, yeah. it, just, it just becomes boring. Yeah, we were actually talking about that. Well, because then you get into the phase of... There's nothing, not that there's nothing new to learn about them, but you've Mm -hmm. learned a lot. So you get Mm -hmm. into this plateau of what keeps a relationship interesting. So if you both are committed to keeping it interesting or learning more about each other or doing things together, it can get really boring. And I also Mm -hmm. think if you have bad habits already of kind of having this relationship where you always need excitement, you always need to feel like something else mm-hmm. is going on, then sometimes fighting for couples is what they resort to. Yeah, so they use yeah. fighting as a way to entertain themselves. I oh, totally, for sure. totally agree because I look back and I'm just like, if I was with the right person and happy, like none of that, like I wouldn't even have to be upset about this stuff. It's almost like there were mm-hmm. things that were put into my head too that like he worried about with me, so then I would have to worry about with him. And right. it's just like, if that's I was his own insecurities. Yeah, his own insecurities, and then it, they're not mine, so that's put into my head. So, like, when he goes and, do, and does that to mm-hmm. me, I'm like, well, I kind of have to react because he, he does the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. Did you think that he was the one? Was that what was in your head at the time of when you broke up? Honestly, I <laughs> you not did. when we broke up. I but didn't, before you Before did. being with him, I actually did think that. And yeah. it's so dumb to look back and think that I was, like, 18 and actually thought that, but... Everyone around me has been at their high school sweetheart. Obviously, Aaliyah and Kaden, my parents, my grandparents, mm-hmm. all my mom's best friends. That's just kind of the way it goes around yeah. here. So it wasn't something that was like out sure. of the ordinary for me to think. 
he has a lot of good things yeah. that like I'll look for in the next person that I date but there's also so many things that I just don't want to ever have to be tied to again mm-hmm. and I'm sure he could say the same he about could say you. the same and I think it's better for us both to know that we really loved each other but we both know that it's not the right fit and it, it's it's sad it's unfortunate but it's just it's mature for us to know that like, that's not it's not the right thing to do yeah I want you to talk about the coping and give a little backstory into that because you had a really different situation than most college freshmen like first Mm -hmm. of all it was your first week of school and you were dumped by who you thought you were going to marry yeah so I and there's a lot more with that too it was the first week of my freshman year of college it was the like actual first Friday of the year and yeah so I lived in an apartment alone a one-bedroom apartment she didn't even live on campus I didn't even live on campus I had my one-bedroom apartment with with me and his dog. We they got a, a dog, dog together. together. I know. Gosh, I don't even like want to think. <gasps> oh, I feel just so dumb. <gasps> I forgot. Yeah, oh, my no. little Indy. She's still very cute. She was so cute. She was a mini Australian Shepherd, but yeah, she was super cute. But I lived off uh, off campus in an apartment alone, and my cousin. The only people I knew, f- like four people that went to my school, actually four. So I was basically banking on being with him and my cousin all the time because I did Making friendships together. And yeah, like making friendships together, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted absolutely nothing to do with sorority rushing. I didn't want to go through recruitment at all, but what's nice about UC is their recruitment is in the first three weeks of school, so that next day I signed up to go through recruitment and oh. I went through it and that took a lot of my like, attention off of it because... You know when you're going through recruitment, mm-hmm. you can't, you, your weekends are dedicated to, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all day, mm-hmm. going through them for two weekends, almost, yeah, two weekends in a row. So thank God that that timing worked out because I was able to just mm-hmm. keep my head in a different, like, focus on something else. And I, was, I remember you didn't want to rush at all. You mm-hmm. kept t- calling me and mom and... You were so pressed about whether you should rush or not. And mm-hmm. we told you, you need to do it. That's yeah. how you'll make friends. And mm-hmm. Jaylee is not the typical sorority girl. She might no. be now. But <laughs> going into college, she was the complete I anti-sorority was, girl. Very anti-sorority. I was so independent. I didn't have a ton of girlfriends. I just didn't know what that was like. And I remember when you sit down, they're asking me, like, why do you want to join a sorority? And I actually would say, like, I don't know anyone here, and I just got dumped. That's, like, what I would say. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I'm not kidding. That's a good answer, though. I know. And actually looking back, like, whenever I was going through a recruitment on the other side my sophomore year, you're taught that you're not supposed to talk about boys with them, but, I mean, I guess that was something that I brought up, so it was okay. That's so weird. Like, that's what people bond over. Yeah. Yeah, so I would always say, like, why do you, they're like, why do you want to join, or why do you want to go through recruitment? And I would be like, um, I was just dumped, and he's the only person I knew here, and I live almost four hours away, and I have no friends here, so, and they, so that's just always just, like, a conversation starter. But yeah, so I ended up joining a sorority, and that's why I made all my friends. I'm in Theta Phi Alpha at UC. Yeah, I, I live with four Earth, yeah. Just shout out to your sisters. Shout out to my sisters. <laughs> so oh I live with three God. girls that are also in it. That's why I met my roommates. That's why I'm my, my, like, best friends. And it was just, like, looking back, like, one of the best things I could have done for myself post-college. And I'm actually a Rogue Gamma this year because I wanted to, Aww. like, be able to help other girls going through recruitment because I obviously went through it for a different kind of reason. That's so cute. Yeah, it was fun. I'm actually really glad. Especially why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to get over the breakup? I hate thinking about this question because it's like everyone says 
like I actually went to therapy like a couple of times and she said mm-hmm. don't even think about dating another person for a whole entire year that's smart I, I and I didn't I like wanted absolutely nothing to do with any sort of guy so many people for even past go year. into rebounds mm-hmm. and oh it's yeah not worth it at even all. him he did up, that so much yeah. and that was the most heart-wrenching to me because I knew he I don't want to I'm just gonna say, like, I honestly thought that if we ever broke up, I would be the one to bring up with him. Like, I thought he was everyone a lot. Thought everyone that. thought like he was more. Sure. He was more into me than I was into him. So that's where I was just kind of mm-hmm. slapped in the face, like, whoa. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, it took me a year and a half. To- I'm sure so many girls can relate to that, though. Mm-hmm. They just jump into new relationships and they're still obsessed with their old boyfriend. It's true, and so many people's newer relationships break end up ending because of like underlying feelings for exes and i think that if you got over and like healed from a really like a breakup in a relationship especially if it's like like a very long-term one the correct way you wouldn't do that because like the next person you're gonna like rebound into you're always gonna look for the same qualities as your ex because you didn't take enough time on your own to like actually think about what you really want yeah i'm really glad that i'm a hat like really proud of myself that i didn't do that at all there were still times when they were like little ripples where Mm -hmm. he'd reach out to you or Uh you'd reach out to him and you guys would meet up for just like chick-fil-a or like yeah and try to have a clean break but it would never be that way and Mm -hmm. more drama would always ensue it was always 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 drama and it was just Mm -hmm. always like it was dragging on he would have these new he just looks immature when I say this but he would have these new girlfriends and like always checking up on me what am I doing keeping Mm -hmm. keeping me by about loop like making sure that he knew what I was up to at all times. He would always ask people about me or he, I mean, my second semester, actually my whole freshman year was honest, completely ruined because of him. And I, tr- I thought about transferring every semester until this, until spring of 2020. Every semester I thought I was going to leave until he ended up leaving UC mm-hmm. and it was the best thing for me actually well it's just the reminder of him and your relationship always yeah. of you all the time if you're at the same and I'm, place. i go to a bar he's there i go to a bar and i'm getting like calls from a random yep. calls and text from a random number in texas and i don't know who it is and it's him the back of the bar mm-hmm. downloaded a fake number to text me mm-hmm. it's I, I can never have a clean break because it so was always weird. like he kept mm-hmm. me by a belt loop and the person that told me like the kelp kept me by a belt loop like term was aunt brie Oh, really? Because, like, when she would, like, give me all her advice, she'd be like, I yeah. totally know. Our aunt has had a lot of breakups and she, gave yeah, advice she's, she's really helped me through a lot because Aww. it's the same, almost same, same exact dynamic. sort of situation, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it coming. I really didn't. Aww. That just makes me so sad. I mean, not sad because this is the point of the episode, but mm-hmm. breakups just really stink and... There's no good way to talk about them, but also you have to talk about them because everybody, mm-hmm. mostly everybody, Aaliyah and Kaden know, but <laughs> mostly everybody is going to go through one at some point right, and, and they I- always, there's not, like, there's no such thing as a good breakup. There isn't. And the plus to this is I was so young and I got to go through my first breakup. I was only 19 when... I was only Mm -hmm. actually 18 when we first broke up, but I learned so much about myself at such a young age for future relationships and future breakups that it was great for me to learn all this stuff now. My best friend, Macy, she also went through a terrible breakup in high school and something like we can really bond over because our exes were actually best friends and we were best friends. So we were always together Mm 24-7. It was just, we both had these just like terribly messy, I don't know, very toxic, drawn on relationships and breakups, but yeah. yeah. A street. I want to hear about. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. 
No, I knew that you were going to try to segue no, into me. You're doing it. And you're I talking about to your avoid own it. Yeah, I, well, I remember, Jilly, when we went to UC because I was just telling my sister this story of when we went to UC, Aaliyah and I, to come just check on you and make sure everything oh was God. good. And <laughs> we went yeah. and got the food truck. I forgot so about funny. that. Can That's... we just tell this little story? Is it too much? No. Okay, I'll hear from your guys' perspective. It's so funny. I'm trying to remember. Basically, what I remember, this might have been a week or so after their breakup. A week. A weekend after. And Astrid and I went to school an hour away, so we drove down to check on (laughs) Jaylee, and she had a really nice apartment, so we stayed the night there, and I remember we were so angry because he was treating her really badly with these, you know, flaunting in her face, these Mm -hmm. other girls or whatever. A week later, like, come on. Yeah, and... He was using my futon in his we gave it dorm to room for my cousin and my yeah we lent them days. our futon for their dorm room that was the only like seating arrangement they had and <laughs> I was so angry I'm like I'm gonna go take back this futon this is ridiculous that he's using my futon as he's treating you like this and we gave it to them for free it's not like they paid for it or right yeah we, they were borrowing it so then I think you texted them or one of us texted them and we said. You know, you have 10 minutes to get the futon down and put it in my car. And we drove mm-hmm. up. And he had the futon. He walked this whole futon down all these dorm Thirds steps. Or nine, fl- nine floors of Nine floors. Of dorm. And he shoved it in my car. And he was smirking. And we were we both, were, me and him. We were like, I couldn't get Everyone together. wanted to laugh. Yeah, it was just really funny. We looked at each other and I like couldn't hold it. And I was like smirking. Literally doing like a joker laugh. Yeah. Not even kidding. And I remember you shutting the door in the street. <laughs> it was one of you guys. You were like, okay, they're getting back together. Or maybe it was you. Yeah, that's why. I because said that just because the you were smirking. Yeah. The tension. It was just, it was awkward. I didn't know how to react. Yeah, no one did. <laughs> that was a funny story. I completely forgot about that. I remember just like seeing you so upset. And so I felt so bad. And oh, while sick. we're going to get the futon, I'm thinking to myself, she's probably going to cry. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to just have a meltdown. <laughs> and then we get there and both of you just start like giggling. <laughs> Leah and I are just sitting in the car looking at each other thinking we're we literally said to each other what the heck is going on yeah right now? as he's like mangling this yeah that was yeah. an awkward uh, like that really was awkward funny situation that was funny okay I'm sure you're not getting out of it you're talking about your own breakup you don't need to go into depth okay. but yes. yeah I'll just kind of um talk about what was similar for my breakup and Jaylee I like how you said about how everyone thought like I would say that at the beginning especially my ex-boyfriend who was my high school boyfriend and then we went into college together he definitely pursued me and I wasn't interested in dating anybody because we were seniors and I was going to college and I was like unless we're going to the same college it wouldn't even make sense and but we started dating anyway and I didn't think it would last until college but then it did and we dated until our sophomore year of college And when he broke up with me, I had no idea. Um, I didn't see it coming at all. We definitely were not a perfect couple, but I thought that we would probably date Mm -hmm. through college and then maybe it just wouldn't work out after that. I didn't think when he broke up with me that he was the one, which is why I asked you that question, because I knew deep down he he wasn't the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was a time. Well, there was definitely a time in high school where I was like, maybe he is the one, but that was a fleeting <laughs> feeling. So the big the big parallel for me was that when you broke, got broken up with, and obviously I was there, mm-hmm. like I remember it. I remember having that sympathy and empathy for you because when it's somebody that you feel is giving you 
I don't know, words and actions that make you feel like they think you're so much better Mm -hmm. than them and they feel so lucky to have you. It just kind of, when you guys break up, you get so confused because you're like, why did you never tell me what I was missing? Why did you pretend like you were so Mm -hmm. in love with me, but you really weren't? Right. So I think that for me was the hardest part. I was just going to say that like it's almost a slap in the face, like an Uno reverse. Like, wait, what? Yeah. I didn't see this coming, but. mm -hmm. Yes. I kind of just wish that people would communicate. If you're, I did not have, the one difference was that my ex and I, we'd never fought, Mm -hmm. which we like would have discussions and we would have issues, but we wouldn't really fight. And we never threatened breaking up. We broke up once. Well, he broke up with me again my freshman year because he thought it just wasn't going to work out, which he was right. And that was probably when we should have broken up. But we broke up for literally less than like three hours. So that didn't work out. But he, we just like never fought. And I almost wish that we would have fought because one, I think the relationship would have ended sooner. And two, I think when we did break up, it wouldn't have come as such a shock to me. He did a lot of like shady stuff before we ended up breaking up. And there were honestly signs. I just avoided Mm -hmm. them. Me too. Me too. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to get broken up with. You look back and you're like, wow, I should have seen this, but I was blind. You're blindsided. Blinded by love. So. (laughs) Blinded by love. No one's at fault for that. No. Until you get out. You also, at that age, you're just, you think a relationship is something that can be worked on. So when you see these things, you're just, oh, you kind of just let it slide yes as something like oh we can fix that Aaliyah can you even imagine ever breaking up no I can't (laughs) you should be really careful how you answer this so Kaden and I have been (laughs) together for like seven years I'd say and people always ask oh have you broken up or you know like they always just assume we've broken up and just been together for seven years people think that's so normal to go back and forth right and we've went to different schools but when I say no, they don't understand. And then they ask, like, have you ever been close to breaking up? And I say, no, not really. And people are more shocked at that than the fact that we've been together for so long. I don't know. Wow. Just because it's not that. normal at this age. And I definitely would have never thought. I remember being a freshman in high school thinking to myself, there's absolutely no one in this school I would uh-huh. ever date. I'm not interested in You're anyone. Totally all work, I was bro. like, I would be so embarrassed <laughs> if I had a high school boyfriend that I stayed with. I would never want that. Because it's just like also mom and dad kind of drilled that into our head that be your own person, be independent. We So we were like so one track minded. We never wanted a boyfriend or anything. Exactly. It slapped me across the mm-hmm, face yeah. whenever I was getting feelings for Caden. <laughs> little baby weird. feelings. He was a little baby. He was 15. I remember, like, I'm trying to think of the first time I, I really 15. remember Caden. <laughs> I was at a house, like, post-football game party in Where? middle school at the Preston's house. And Caden lived kind of over on oh, Baker right. like, Street or whatever. And I, I remember you calling me and being like, Oh, me and Kaden started dating today, like something like that. It was the day before homecoming. Yep, we started dating. Yeah, you called me, and I was like, "This is so weird." And I like met him. I think yeah, the next day for the first time. Well, he came over a lot that summer. I I don't know why. I think that that's just like my first memory, though. That's so funny. (laughs) Wait, what did you think of him, Bailey? Did you think that they would date for this long? Um, I actually, yeah, because they're just their own kind of people. I can't, I can't even explain it, but they're. I'm not even going to call you out or anything, but, like, honestly, when I see Ali and Kaden, they are the two weirdest people I have ever met, and I just don't understand that dynamic. It makes me so... Oh, boy. They're strange, but it works. Kaden is just, like, this 
soft, easy, little fluttery butterfly teddy bear rainbow boy. And then Aaliyah is just this hard, tough buffalo that's like, me, me, me. So it's like those two getting together, it's just funny. But yeah, yeah I, they say opposite. that like, I'm a fire to... sign, he's a water sign. So it works, see? It works. Like, I'm sure your compatibility oh is great. And that's what's like yeah. kept it fine. Um, Astrid, we have to talk about the breakup. Because you told me about this movie, oh, yeah. we watched it together one of the first times we hung out, and it is such a good movie. Yeah, so I watched this movie, actually, when I got broken up with, I, this sounds so weird, actually, I think I had watched it before, because this was before I had gotten yeah. broken up with, but it was, like, my freshman year when I got broken up with, or something like that, and I had seen it before, also, just parts of it, and I watched it the full way through and the movie is with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn which I like both of those actors and they do a really good depiction of what a breakup is actually like so I recommend it to everybody to watch it's funny it's silly there's some really good moments in there that will just like make you laugh and everyone can relate to but I think the message behind it is that sometimes you have two really good people but together they're just not that good for each other and it also touches a lot on miscommunication, which for me, at least, and in, in my past relationships, I don't think that's really been a problem because I'm an over communicator. But I think for a lot of people, they like don't communicate enough. Yeah. Like they don't actually say how they right. feel. And then you just both end up unhappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that movie's so good. Just wanted to like bring that up. Wait, Julie, have you seen it? I Aaliyah was mentioning it to me yesterday, and I couldn't remember if I had seen it. I feel like it's one of those movies where, mm-hmm. like, I would start watching it for, like, 15 minutes and be like, wait, I've totally seen this movie. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can't remember yeah, off the top of my so head. Yeah, it's so good. I've definitely heard of it, though. It's really good. I remember watching, like, the very cheesy, all the boys I loved before, and P.S. Yeah, I love you. those are gross. <laughs> like, I, no, I, I, I those are just two movies, movies I remember watching, like, through it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, P.S. I love you is really good. Yeah, not the Or 500 Days of Summer. Oh, my Oh my god, I just watched that the other day. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's so good, and that girl, Summer, makes me so mad, but it's so good to see it from, what's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. I don't know his character's character's name, name. but it's so good to see it because everything's from his perspective, because you don't really get that from the guy's perspective, and it's normally the guy being the one that's very fishy, but in this case, it was Summer. Oh, Summer. Oh my gosh, I need to tell you guys this one movie. Um, I don't know why I didn't write it in our notes to Street. Uh, I feel like you've seen it, or I'm sure your sister has seen it. Where? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Such a good movie. Huh. No, I've never I've seen it, but I really it. want to. Oh my god. It has Kate Winslet and... Why can't I think of the guy? His face is, is in my brain. Amazon? Yeah. I think I've seen... Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Oh, that's so Yes. Weird. And it's kind of a sci-fi movie, but it's about breakups so good so good wow a street do you i remember having just music i listened to all the time do you have did you have music i was gonna that ask like, you that looking back on, i want to talk about that for a bit okay so well i'll just tell you there was only one song that was my breakup song well first i listened to a lot of adele but i would listen to her anyway but there was the number one song so the reason i got broken up with and i feel like <laughs> i feel like saying this is just gonna open a can of worms but I'll do like an episode on this later. The reason he broke up with me was because I didn't believe in God. And that sounds so like crazy to say. That is so definitely let's just not the reason. It. it was an out. 
I think. It must have been. It was an excuse. That, yeah. That's one of those. But that was the reason he gave me. I remember you told me It was crazy, but the song I listened to was Pray by Sam Smith, and I love Sam Smith. He had just brought, like, yeah, he had just put out his album. I feel like maybe he even put it out, like, the day after I got broken up with or something, (laughs) and when I heard that song, it's, like, about his struggle with, like, religion and God, and it just hit me so hard, and I love that song. I listen to it all the time. I think I literally listened to it a thousand times like I it was just on repeat I would drive from my house to university in like an hour and I would listen to it the entire way like I would just (laughs) have it on repeat and I would belt it in my car that was all I would listen to so funny did you have a song daily yeah I'm actually looking at my um, music right now my breakup singer was Casey Musgraves everyone knows I'm obsessed with her she's my all-time favorite singer um but like specifically obviously we have i don't know every song can relate to my breakup and my situation but a few of the best are Mm -hmm. high horse my mom always related that to him another one is it is what it is and which is an older casey musgrave song which is more of in her like folk Mm -hmm. days but i'm gonna actually look up the other one because it's just oh wait what's it called neon moon which is actually a um remake with brooks and dunn she did that that's another one it's a really old country song that she redid and those are like my top three breakup song a year after i break up this the beginning of sophomore year i got to go see her live in cleveland which was really awesome my mom and all my friends went it was so fun yeah but definitely casey musgraves i had always been obsessed with her and then i'd never thought like her music would relate to me because i didn't think i would you know ever be going through what she's singing about Mm -hmm. but Jilly I wanted to ask you and I meant to ask you earlier was there anything that you think you would have done differently in your breakup that you personally like wish you would have done honestly I would say I think I can answer for her (laughs) you can answer and then maybe I'll like find something to pick you upon her reactions I remember when they fight her reactions would be over oh I thought she was talking different talking in the breakup Oh, well, I'm talking about leading up to the breakup. You guys yeah. would fight nonstop. And I her, mean, her reactions yeah. were immature at times. Like, I do look back and I was very young and immature. I would agree my reactions weren't the greatest, but I was just in- internally struggling with so many things because, like, my family would be telling me something. Mm-hmm. He would be telling me something completely different, and I would have to, like, internally, like, to myself, figure out how I could make it work. Right. Which was hard, but yeah, my reactions for that. I was thinking the breakup, something I would have done differently is if I'm glad I didn't transfer but if I would have I think those for that first year would have been a lot better for me because I was just so focused on because mm-hmm. I, people were from a small town people are always talking and always telling you things you don't want to hear right especially being like like I and this is something that was really hard for me last summer I would try and like make new friends and like be here because I stayed in Philly over the summer or whatever but people would come to me and they'd honestly say like are you still dating blah 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 like you're really gonna ask me that I felt like I was always attached to him I was the girl that was Mm -hmm. his girlfriend and I was never my own person it was hard and I still feel like that way a little bit but I don't think anymore but it's working through that can be difficult yeah definitely okay on the flip side of that is there anything that you're glad that you did and the way that you handled the breakup the two things i would say is i'm glad we never got back together yeah i'm very proud of i'm very glad we never got back together and i'm very glad i never rushed into any other relationship because it's Mm -hmm. almost been two years and i've still never dated anybody never even talked to anyone seriously talked to anyone Mm -hmm. like at all 
That's good because you'll be ready. I've just learned so much the past two years about what I want to take into next relationship. I want to keep, I need to still keep learning. That's true. That's you as well, I think, on that wavelength. Yeah. I was thinking when Gilly was answering the questions, like, what would I have done differently and what am I glad I did? I, well, I definitely, well, Jaylee, the way that you talk to me sounds like you learned that you had to protect your heart and you had to be careful, Mm -hmm. but what I learned was something that I've gotten over now, but I kind of developed a few complexes and one of them (laughs) being that who even cares? Like who even cares about people? Because someone will tell you that they love you and you'll be completely committed to them and they will just break your heart. Yeah. And so I I definitely dove into some stupid stuff after (laughs) my ex. And I also think it gave me, because I brought it up, I didn't want to just like say that, drop that bomb and like keep it moving. But he just gave me this huge complex about my views on religion and God and talking about religion, which is something really special Mm -hmm. to me now. But you've really worked through it. Yeah, he made me feel so bad. And I realize now that in that moment, I just hated, hated, hated god Mm -hmm. and like religion and anybody who wanted to tell me that because i associate it with heartbreak but he used that he didn't mean to and i'm like there's no blame here i feel bad that that's what he had said to me because i think he probably regrets that maybe he doesn't maybe he's like i don't give a crap (laughs) thinking about it i'm now i wish that for so long i just really rejected anybody who was religious anybody who had faith because it's a trigger that was exactly. like a trigger for you. Exactly. I get that. That's yeah. how I was. Any like any sort of trigger was anybody associated with him, no matter if it was somebody I enjoyed or not, completely cut out of my life. Same like my cousin. Yeah. I have only seen my cousin, that was his roommate, five times since we've broken up. And finally now our relationship is getting healed again, but I didn't want anything to do with him because he kept his relationship with him and I, he didn't prioritize me but that was one of my triggers anybody that was on his side automatically mm-hmm. it was totally so, it. so off-putting mm-hmm. yeah yeah rapid fire i want to know your guys's thoughts on celebrity breakups and why they are such national news first of all i think it's stupid that it is national news we should be as a country <laughs> worrying about other things but well, obviously but we still fall into the trap exactly <laughs> i love this stuff but i remember my first real glimpse into a celebrity breakup Jaylee, you might remember this actually you might be too young no, i don't remember mine um my mom would always watch That's jessica simpson, simpson and nick nick, Chalet, nick Lachey. L- L- yeah nick lachey's show their reality <laughs> tv show mom loved them together she loved them and we watched them all the time and I remember I'd get so excited if I could stay up later and catch a glimpse of either that show or Robin Big. I remember that mom <laughs> and dad loved too. But when they broke up, my mom was reading all of the tabloids uh-huh. and was that when we lived in Indiana? Yeah. I remember I I was so young. I was only in kindergarten, yeah. but I still remember it. And I remember she'd be on the phone with her friends or instant messaging about this oh my tsunami of a breakup. <laughs> and since yeah. then Anytime I see Jessica Simpson or Nick Lachey, That's I cannot I think, think of, of them. Unless, and they're new relationships. I, I yeah, don't think of them together. it's not real to me. I don't know if it's because I was so young, it was imprinted on me. Like, these two people <laughs> well, are meant for each other. Mom and her friends, they probably just, like, were, like, dead over this because they were around our age. Yeah, they, they were, were young. like, in their early 20s. So it's not like it was, like, weird. Mom's just, like, obsessed me over Yeah. <laughs> it was something they, like, were, in, like, looked up yes. to. And also, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. Yeah. That was that colossal. Was that was a big one. Mar- yeah, that was insane. But same thing with Rajalina. 
Yeah, that was more That recent. was more recent, yeah. But I love Tim and Jennifer together. Even though I've watched all of the videos and I understand now why their relationship didn't work, I still oh. thought they were cute. Huh. I didn't actually, like, dive into that. I wanted to bring up Chris Brown and Rihanna. Oh, my God. Do you guys remember we were how yes. was that pro- was? Mm. That was, was my first look into school. domestic abuse, I Me remember. Too. Me Which, too. I just remember seeing on Facebook and MySpace those pictures of Rihanna after. That was really, really sad. Mm-hmm. That, was that started my, such a huge like, conversation. Yeah, that was sad. I remember when Rihanna went on Oprah and I watched her and I was like, wow, how can she talk about this guy that she loves but who beat her and yeah. talk about it? to millions of people like that mm-hmm. to me just made me feel so heartbroken for That's her terrible. i remember that one can you imagine if you had to like have your breakup in the public eye? i know that i could not imagine oh. it was a big deal and me and whatever hit, i almost called him but when we broke up it was a big deal for everyone around here honestly like moms talked about it we're from such a small town that like it was such a big deal but I couldn't imagine that sort of pressure. Mm-hmm. People obsessing over you, and they are, they're actually so invested in your relationship. I feel like your PR team would just have to take over. That's the same thing with Selena and Justin. Yeah. They're still Selena and Justin shippers that yeah. are just insane. Because we've been talking for so long, I feel like we should start asking some of the questions mm-hmm. that to dive into. One of the questions I wanted to ask on this episode was why do we think that breakups are so hard? And I did some research just to kind of look into what people had said before. And there was this article published on Business Insider that talked about there are actual physical things that happen to you when you get broken up with. Mm -hmm. So your body can go into a flight or flight mode, which will make you have tense muscles, lose your appetite, you'll stop eating, you'll be able to sleep, you'll have a stomach ache. You can like have a broken heart where regions of your brain that activate in response to physical pain actually activate. So it feels like you got injured. It also talked about the pain of rejection is rooted in basic survival instincts. So when we feel that we're being broken up with, we feel abandonment. Yeah, like how are you ever going to find anybody else? How are you you ever going to be loved again? Mm -hmm. They had a bunch of other ones. But I wanted to ask, Jillian, if you experienced any of those things and if you feel like that's true, how you cope with that. I hadn't ever thought of it as abandonment, but like when you said that, wow, that actually like hit hard. That that's exactly how I felt. I felt like mm-hmm. I was in this new, completely new place in my life where I was starting college. I had a dog on my own. I was living alone. I actually felt so yeah. abandoned, and that's what hurt more than him not wanting to be with me. It, what he did after the breakup, it was more the fact that like, how could you abandon me like this? Yeah, that's exactly how I felt for the longest time. Because it was tough. I was like in a really hard program at school. I was in DAP, which also that's another thing I'm really glad that I was in at the time because it kept me so occupied. I didn't even have time it to like... busy. It, I didn't yep. have time to think anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say definitely abandonment. And then the emotional pain that turns physical, like having a broken heart, losing my appetite. I lost a ton of weight. And I remember just months later, I would always just get hit in these waves where like, oh my god, I actually am in pain because of this. I still have to deal with hearing things or this or that. Yeah, I think the hardest part also is I knew he this I knew he would always he would always reach out to me. I knew he how he still feels about me. He's still like if if we could be together, I'm sure he would want to. So when he, I know he's doing all these other things, mm-hmm. that's where I felt abandoned and in so much pain because it's if you felt that, why are you doing this? But I think it's just something every girl has to go mm-hmm. through. I totally agree. I didn't experience a ton of the physical elements just because 
I was in a really good spot when I was broken up with that I kind of knew that this wasn't the guy for me, but I felt really comfortable Mm -hmm. and I was just happy for the time being. But I remember that first week, one, I could not stop crying. Like my eyes would just water Mm -hmm. in class, in the hallway, like in my dorm room, and I would just start crying. And then... I remember not wanting to eat at all, but that that was fast and that was fast, like gone. Short lived. <laughs> and that was fine. Yeah, short lived. Okay, the next question I wanted to ask was, and Aaliyah, you could chime in as well because I know you've never been through a breakup, but I feel like you would know because mm-hmm. you've seen other people in their relationships. Oh How do you know when it's time to break up? Um. So, yeah, I actually have no standing talking about this, but something I could imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think whenever you begin to shift into more, like, friends rather than lovers, where in the sense that you don't care if you're not together or when you're when you are together it's more Mm -hmm. like a joking basis rather than Mm -hmm. I actually want to be with you and things are more and more less serious and it's more just about you know hanging out out of habit rather than craving that person's that person's attention because there's times when Kaden and I will I don't know it usually happens when we're spending way too much time with each other Mm -hmm. we'll start to get sick of each other not sick of each other. I think other. we start to bicker. Yeah, exactly. We start to bicker, and we just have to pull ourselves out of it, and we're, most of the time, we'll both have the conversation. Sometimes he'll bring it up, or I'll bring it up, and it's like, okay, we're acting more like friends now rather than boyfriend and girlfriend and partners. Mm-hmm. We need to jump out of this right now. Yeah. So I think just being um, very aware and conscious of that could help, but again, mm-hmm. not quite sure. And there's a fine line between that as somebody that's your partner and somebody that's your best friend and also being partners and best friends that's a really Mm -hmm. hard line that you can jump in between because for me I just thought of Uh him he is my best friend he's also my boyfriend and how do I know that I'm spending too much time with him or how do I know that but I look looking back I can realize that I felt like I was more of his sister yeah he treated me like his sister oh everyone thought Mm -hmm. you guys acted like brother and sister like he would pick on me the same way he would pick on his sister so that's when I knew that this is he's not trying to impress me anymore he's not trying to make me feel good anymore right Julie do you have a feeling for when you think you it it helps to know or if you have this sort of check mark for you in the future that you'll know like okay this isn't working anymore I think we need to break up honestly since I haven't had a relationship I had to haven't had to think of that yet sure but for me I just don't want anything to ever be stagnant and just feel like a routine yeah like you always want to keep doing things together and going on dates we kind of stopped going on dates we wouldn't ever do anything other than order food and like stay at home we weren't actively doing things and when I noticed myself not wanting to go with him to do the things that he that made him happy, that's when I knew. It was mm-hmm. like a chore for me to go be with him doing the things that he wanted to do. Yeah. I when I wrote down this question for my answer, I was thinking about I think it's just really important because this is something I did not do when I was in my last relationship, was thinking about what you want your future to look like and then thinking about what does the future together with that person Mm -hmm. look like and if those things are different or don't overlap then it's not going to work and that's a time where you need to evaluate if the relationship's going to work and that can be a hard pill to swallow Mm -hmm. that is so hard too when you're at a young age yeah because you don't you don't i am totally opposite of this like i'm always thinking 10 years of advance and i hate that about myself Yes, well, like with him and just in general, what mm-hmm. I want my life to look like in 10 years. But so many kids, especially in high school, 
they aren't thinking uh-huh. of that. And then by the time they're 21 they're and engaged because they've been dating for five years, yeah. they have no idea that, you know, this relationship uh-huh. will eventually come to an end because there's crossroads when they're 28, 29. Yeah. And that is honestly one of the hardest, that's kind of like my biggest fear. So my huge irrational fear is that I'm going to date someone and I really, really like them, but I want so much more for my life that I don't see them fitting into it, even though they're a great person and even though Mm -hmm. this relationship could work, I just see something more for myself. And that's not like... Yeah, that's what I. It's not you about. thinking you're better than no, them. It's but just I could. What if I want to move to Australia? Could that person do that? Mm-hmm. What if I want that? Could that person do that? And honestly, I don't know. That's my irrational fear. Is that I really find somebody I want to be with? But that's not irrational. Head. That's definitely rationalizing, and that's great. You're thinking about it. it that just scares me because so that means you're gonna much. have those important discussions early on in your next relationship, which is really important i think i was just so used to being naive and young and my wings were sort of clipped mm-hmm. yeah that's where, exactly like, the metaphor I, that's, we use that's not what i want anymore and i kind of look for somebody that wants me to do bigger and better things yeah they'll be your cheerleader instead yeah. of suppressing it i have a question Jaylee, mm-hmm. and then Aaliyah, you can chime in but Jaylee, i want to hear your perspective since obviously you're single right now mm-hmm. um if i said obviously you're single right now <laughs> um, um do you think that if it's the right person it's always the right time or that you can find the right person but it's not the right time so i just listened to a tiktok girl talk about this last night before i went to bed and okay education i don't that. believe in i I don't know. Yeah, my TikTok is my education. That's where I get everything from. She advocated for the side that she does believe in wrong person, right person, wrong time. My, my bad. But I actually don't. Okay. I don't think I believe in it. I don't. I do, for sure. You do? Yeah. Actually, there, there's two sides. You can see it from both both sides. Like, you hear these stories where, like, people date in high school, they break up, and, like, 15 years later, they get back together. I see it from the perspective, like, if it was the right person, there would be no wrong time. But I think about, like, our cousins. Our Mm -hmm. cousins broke up in college, and then they got back together probably a year later, and now they're married. Mm -hmm. They're, like, better than ever. They were also high school sweethearts. But, yeah, I don't know. Ashreed, what do you think? I'm curious about her answer. Yeah, you'll have a very good answer. My mom and I debated this because I would have if you would have asked me this before my mom and I debated it I would have said definitely you can meet the right person but it's not the right time if you're about to move to Mm -hmm. the other side of the world and this person has an amazing job where you guys are currently then asking them to move it would be crazy and that to me screams codependency and unrealistic expectations and Mm -hmm. just really going to set you guys up for failure but my mom was saying if at the end of the day, your relationship is important to you and you meet somebody who you can't imagine your life without, then you're going to prioritize mm-hmm. them. So she said there is no such thing because the right person will always make it the right time. Yeah. I don't know. I I really don't know. I've I'm never been you. in a situation where yeah. I met somebody and it was the wrong time. Like I've the right people. It has always felt the right time. So I don't have anything to back up why that wouldn't be true. Right. But I, also, when you, I think about, say you were, you met somebody abroad and you really think they're the right person. Is that the right time? Probably not. But mm-hmm. when else are you th- going to meet that person? Some people, th- it works out for them and that is the right time for them. Right. Yeah. I, I do think about maybe somebody is a senior in high school, they're moving away for college and you're a year behind and you break up. If it's meant to be, you'll, f- they'll figure out their way back to, back to each other. That's where people do advocate for mm-hmm. right person, wrong time. Because it does work sometimes for people. Yeah. 
And so, and honestly, I'm not kidding you. When my cousin told me, probably a couple months after my breakup, she told me we got back together like almost like six months to a year after our breakup. I always kept that in the back of my head. Well, maybe we'll get back together. Maybe we'll get if we're meant to be, we'll get back together. Yeah. And now I look back and I don't want that anymore because I know that our lives would never ever connect. They're from now on they're just gonna be parallel forever. They're never gonna yep. cross again. Yeah. Because of the because of my standards now. Not that he was under your no, standards. That's not no, that's I'm just saying the way the direction I want my life to go, his will never cross it. Yeah, and he would say the same about mm-hmm. he would. Yeah. Yes. And that's that's okay. And those are discussions. If you are having a very peaceful breakup, those are things you have to agree on and think about. And I and I look at that now for the future. That those are things I can actually like have and communicate with somebody about. Will this work? And will it work? Or will it not work? And why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So since this is, I thought we were just getting coffee, and we always talk a little bit more than we are supposed to. I think we should kind of wrap it up a bit by each of us giving our parting and. Ad- parting advice on what we would each say to someone as they're going through a breakup. So Astrid, I want to hear you. Okay. If someone was going through a breakup right now, well, first of all, I was somebody who, when I got broken up with, I just watch every single TED talk on breakups and heartbreak. I watch (laughs) every single YouTube video ever made. Can my heart actually be broken? (laughs) Yeah. And I read every article and I talked to everybody about it and I just wanted to pick apart every single detail and like figure out how I could get over it. And I think what I wish I could have heard someone tell me is that it's just going to take the time that it takes, which everyone says, but it is going to take the time that it takes. And sometimes you will never have an answer. I will never, well, I guess I could now, I could obviously call my ex and ask questions now, but I, in that moment, I was not going to get the closure I needed or wanted. And that was going to be okay because obviously I wanted to be in the relationship. So any answer that was us breaking up just made me sad. But to get over it, if that's something that you're trying to do, the best advice I think is to understand why you broke up. I wrote a list down of all the reasons why my ex and I would not work. And I've actually done this now with people that I've just liked, like not even people that I'm dating or pursuing, but just people I like. I write down what about them is just not going to work with my That's life. So good. And that has really helped me just yeah, just keep in mind like what I actually want from a partner. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can get blindsided. Yes, you can just get into this zone of you know what I'll make it work it actually doesn't matter I'll lower my standard on that um yeah I would just try to understand why you broke up and then allow yourself to to realize that it was the right decision even though it feels maybe not so right that's so good I love that list idea that's yeah practical advice anyone can use and And kind of be honest with themselves and even whenever you're in a relationship with somebody you could also do the list thing because you might actually realize wow there's so many more things that I like about him that I didn't even think about yeah there's so many good qualities about mm-hmm. him that I I need to actually take an account into that's, account yeah that's a good idea after fighting like mm-hmm. sitting down and each writing a list yeah yeah that's yeah, I awesome love that. that's so sweet okay I guess I'll go so again can't really speak from experience but um this is such a cliche answer but I think it applies to breakups and that is everything happens for a reason like this is honestly daily what I told myself when I wanted you guys to break up because I wanted you to do it so bad before you got to college because mm-hmm. I didn't want you to be in a bad headspace at college. Mm-hmm. 
but I just had to keep telling myself like I know personally they aren't supposed to be together and it will happen and it will have a reason for why it happened and she'll see clarity in that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so again just telling talking yourself through it and trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel we will both end up happier this way like I really care about this person they're gonna find someone who deserves them yeah and vice versa Mm -hmm. yeah I'll talk about mine but going off of what you're saying it is a cliche everything happens for a reason everyone says that and you don't actually think about it until you look back no matter with everything doesn't even have to be a breakup just the way things happen in your life they're meant to happen that way for a reason so many so many different things but I I actually struggled with everything happens for a reason because I was like why if everything happens for a reason why am I going through it in this way yeah why am I being like this this hurt like I'm I was I had it rough I was very 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 hurt throughout the whole time but now looking back that happened to me because I think if I didn't see the worst of the worst I would have right maybe gone back or something like that sure but my advice definitely is take your time you don't rush into a relationship you don't need to be in one you need to mourn this grief like you actually have to feel every part of mourning of the relationship because if you don't if you skip steps you're going to be worried about those steps later and you're going to be going through it later yeah like if you just let yourself take a year and feel go through all of the steps you'll be so much better than your ex that didn't do that because when you take actually the time to heal in every single way it's just for me that's why my main thing I'm proud about and that's my advice to people going through a breakup don't even ever think just don't think about another boy have guy friends be around guys remember what it's like to like have people that are your friends that make you feel that way because for the longest time I was like wait I forget what it's like to have guy friends I wasn't even allowed like he would be mad you can have a platonic friendship with guys you don't always have to like think about being with someone yeah but yeah my therapist definitely gave me good advice with that and I and I stuck with it I didn't want to be with anybody I didn't even think about anything and I'm just I think it's definitely gotten me to where I'm at today. That's so good. Good advice. Oh, guys, this was such a good episode. I know. Thank you for having me. I love talking about this. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Jaylee, for being vulnerable. Jaylee, thank you for, like, opening up and sharing everything. That can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate it. And you're, like, our second guest, so that's just exciting overall. Awesome. Okay, well... Thank you, guys. That's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you even more to Jaylee. Um, We'll make sure to post a bunch of stuff on social media. We'll tag Jaylee. We'll tag her famous TikTok. So everyone can go. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone could go watch it. I think that's it for me. Aaliyah, do you have any ending thoughts? No. Just echoing what you said. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully this can help some people out there who are going through a tough time. And yeah. also message us. Message Jaylee. I was just about to say that. If you're a girl and you're listening to this <gasps> and you real. need some advice, I'm not kidding you, like reach out to me. Yeah. We <laughs> will definitely give some advice. So Aww. thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>